Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. time on improvised weapons it's also got south american dignity cassian is going to use a combination of nimbleness and charm sun's out tentacles out ah! oh my god Yod! we are this world's salvation it's pallid it's not pallid okay welcome to improvised weapons whether you're here for the second time or the hundred and first we're very happy to have you back our last episode ended on the verge of battle. The party surprised a group of cultists that had just manacled a prisoner to a large crystal. Why don't we find out what happens? Let's hit it and crit it. Aowen got a 21. Perfect. Oh my god, Perfect. natural one. And Ildov got a 19. Okay, well Cassian, you, you still add your initiative modifier yeah. to that. You can't get a nat oh. one on an initiative. Okay, so five. And I got a 19 as well. So Ildov and Yarfik got 19s? Yes. Okay, and we're gonna theater of the mind this, because I didn't draw maps, because I didn't know where you were gonna go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, to set the scene, at the uh, you're in this big, like, gymnasium-sized room. At the center of it is that big crystal that's uh, 10 feet wide by 15 feet tall. 
so there's one prisoner manacled to that sort of divoted opening in it. Way off to the side, there's a writing desk. Uh, there's sort of a bin uh, off to the other side that you haven't inspected yet. Cassian, you've walked up to the drow and you just stabbed him in the neck. The other three of you have sort of, sort of like hung back a little bit. I think I'm closer to the writing desk than anything else. Yeah, you're a little bit closer to the desk. And the, uh, the two cultists that were affixing the manacles are still right by the, the crystal. Okay, so, Eowyn. I cast uh, again. How big is the writing desk, by the way? Uh, not particularly large, can like I, maybe five feet. Up? I'm just going to cast five uh, bolt again on the same possibly. cultist. 23. Yeah, that hits. Um, yeah, 2d10. If I can find the writing desk. There we go. One, Ooh. eight, and two, one. So, nine. Nine. So you fire off another firebolt, uh, raking up this cultist's side, setting their robes of flame as well. So now they're like wildly patting out their head, and now their mm-hmm. body's on fire too. Uh, not dead yet, but they're like manic and, and you know. This is the worst pantomime I've ever seen. Uh, so next up is Yarfik. Uh, I'm going to try to physically lift the desk up and throw it at the two cultists that are up by the other one they do have a prisoner in between them i know they do <laughs> okay um so uh, r- uh just roll dexterity you can pick it up easily there's nothing like securing it to the ground okay. that is a oh. third oh god can i retroactively say ella oh sure as a bonus lash. action and, and have your lash come out yeah sure ella Thank you. seriously <laughs> that's the name that's the lash comes out nice yeah so there's an echo in the room so it's ella ella uh, it's a 13. Uh, you pick up and you you uh, hurl the desk at them. Uh, I'm not trying to really, I'm trying to like get them to back away. Yeah. I'm not trying to hurt them. So, uh, so the one uh, closest to you actually gets like, get doesn't get out of the way fast enough. It gets hit by it and takes uh, just one point of bludgeoning damage. Uh, it's just a, a wooden desk. Yeah. It's not... Um, a big thing, uh, but sort of like absorbs the brunt of it. The second one does like dodge out of the way when they see it coming. Does anything spill out of the desk as we're going? There was nothing in the desk, uh, but when you picked it up, like all the papers fell on the right. floor, as as did the quill and the inkwell. So there's like a spot of ink. I feel like I'm in my my zone now. I'm making a mess. Yes, yeah, definitely. And so then I say Tira, shield activates, mm-hmm. and I run at the other cultist. I'm gonna get right in his face because I've already attacked, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna run and just get right in his face, like to get between him and the um the prisoner. Uh, Ildo. Um. Yeah. I suppose I will... Split the beam. Should I split the beam? Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I cast Eldritch Blast on Cultist on Fire and Drow. What do do I do? (laughs) You you roll two attacks. Roll two d10s, cool. So that is 21 and nat one. (laughs) Okay, so 21 at the Cultist, the nat one at the Drow. So roll damage for the Cultist. Eight, and then the second one is a nine. I think I just hit you with Eldritch Blast, Cassian. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, so Ildov uh, raises the rod of the Pack Keeper, that sort of black force beam forms on the end and then splits in two. One fires out at the cultist who's on fire, knocking him off his feet, and it like, looks like it completely knocks the wind out of him and everything. Um, he hits the ground, still burning, and just stays there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, nice. go the, me as I'm look as I'm staring at that successful yeah. attack. Yeah. The other, I forget to like aim the other one yep. properly, and <laughs> it hits Cassian right in the shoulder blades. Uh, what was it? Nine points of damage. Nine yeah. damage. So Cassian, you take nine 
points of force damage. Sally. Okay. <laughs> I heard the hit and I was like, nice, I hit the cultist. I hit the drow. Go me. <laughs> it was uh it was a it's a rough one, but you know, you're you'll survive. I will. Uh, uh meanwhile, it is now the bad guy's turn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, did the, so did the cultist die? Yes. Oh sick. Okay. Yeah, have him lie down. Take a nap. You go night night. So that's one down or two down? One, one down. One down. One cultist is down, one is uninjured, and one has been hit by a desk. And then the drow is still up and drowning. But stabbed. But Yeah, he was butt stabbed. <laughs> Classic Cassian move, the butt stab. Yeah. So the uh, drow uh, is going to, uh, Cassian, you're the only one who can really see this from your vantage point, uh, reaches down with the, uh, with the left hand, with their left hand, and like sort of tracing it down that leather strap that they have Crap. across their mm. chest. And then uh, you can see as their their cloak sort of billows that there's a book attached to it at the end. Oh, okay. Oh, and okay. it sort of grabs that book and then with its other hand, it has produced a wand from its side. It has like a little holster. Mm. Um, and aiming right down the line, it casts a spell. Uh, the the magic word for this one is um I don't remember what Posh said when she cast oh, this. Crap. Uh, but the magic word he's going to use is Krakum. Okay. Oh and this blinding white stroke of lightning yep. shoots out from the tip of the wand down the line, hitting Cassian, Ildov, and Eowyn. So I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity for Eowyn. Oh my god. Eight. And then for Ildov, eight. <laughs> so did all three of you fail your save? I think so. What did you get, Cassian? A ten? Ten. Yeah, awesome. This is why we move out of lines. I didn't realize we were in a line. Uh, so that is 26 points Holy of god. lightning damage. Oh my god. And your cultist robes? are aflame. Oh, boy. That's okay. I can control flames. Yeah, but it's not your turn yet. I know. (laughs) So... Did you say 29? uh, 26. So 26 points of lightning damage. Your robes are all set uh, set aflame. And there's a loud-ass crack of thunder. Yeah. And now there's this, like, big black soot mark on the wall past where Eowyn was standing. And otherwise, the drow is going to stay put. It doesn't want to risk getting an attack of opportunity. Uh, and Cassian. Oh, no, wait. The other bad guys still have to go. I forgot there were other bad guys. Damn it. Um, so one of them is going to swing its longsword. It's going to take out its longsword and swing at Yarfik because Yarfik is the closest thing. And that's that's an 11 to hit, so obviously nope. that isn't going to. The other one is going to actually just rush over to the uh, the prisoners who are no longer like held by anyone and sort of grab that rope and it's going to sandwich itself between the two prisoners. Oh, you <laughs> die next. Uh, now so now it is Cassian's turn. Now it's Cassian's turn. Great. Okay. Uh, I am going to cast haste on myself. Does it, I don't re- totally remember what the magic word for this is. Um, I say... believe the magic word is must go faster, must go faster. Okay. Must go faster, must go faster. Uh, and yeah, that's... Uh, Haste on. Okay, so you've cast haste on yourself until the spell ends. Your speed is doubled. You have a plus two bonus to AC. You have advantage on dex, uh, and you get an extra action on your turns. Uh, that action can uh, only be used to either attack, dash, disengage, hide, 
or use an object. Okay. I am first going to use the... I just oh, and you do you get your uh, your one point of healing from Aji's tier. Don't forget. Oh, yes. Thank you. I literally always forget about that, so I appreciate the reminder. And I also just realized he never said Very Rise much. and Shine before we went. He told us he would say Rise and Shine before he we went. Nope. Oh, that was... That was before. a while ago. That was if he was going to use the Aji's tier. The, the code word changes every 15 minutes. Right. Damn it! <laughs> I knew my codex was up to date. Hey, quick question, Sam. The Dust of Disappearance... Does that work like the spell invisibility, or can I stay invisible and use spells while I have uh, It works like the spell invisibility. Oh, darn. Okay. But you can use spells while... Uh, it would Casting, take, it, well, taking any action when you are invisible oh. negates your invisibility. Oh, okay. So really all you can do is, like, move around. It's good for skulking. Let me ask you something. How hurt does the drow look after that first stab? Not, like, super hurt. There's definitely drow blood, but... It doesn't look like he's on his last legs. It didn't cauterize the wound. Okay. Today, I should say. All right. Well, you know what? Um, I, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm at 26 HP. I feel like it might be time for the big guns. Oh, wait. Big guns yet this turn. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am going to... I, can I move, like, if I'm staying within his threatened range, but just getting out of line with the others? And that's, like, a thing I can do, right? To, without without like, just using disengaging, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you can, like, edge around him as long as you don't leave the five-foot space that he's in. Okay, and the extra action from haste is not, like, a bonus action, right? It's just purely an extra thing that I get. Correct. It, it does not take the place of your bonus action. You you get two actions per round, plus a bonus action, plus okay. your movement. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to sort of sidestep out of uh, the line with my, with my buds. I'm going to attack him again with Aja's tear. Okay. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. That is 14 damage. Nice. Also, isn't there something about Drow where they have, like, a penalty in daylight? Does that count from the light from Aju's team? Uh, it does count for that. It will. Uh, it would give him disadvantage on physical attacks. It's not going to have an effect oh, on a, any okay. spell that has a saving throw. Just checking for future reference. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that, yeah, so 14 damage to him. And I'm also going to use my second wind, uh, get a little bit of health back. Eight hit points back. Okay. okay. Oh, so you've you've shrugged off Ildov's uh, Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yes, yes I am. Uh, so next up is Aowen. Uh, oh, ow! Um, That's what's like to get hit. Yeah, I don't like it. I can I check the stats on those poison bombs in my. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> you want to check the status, or you want to check the statistics? The statistics. On? You guys don't really know how much we damage they're going to do yet because really we haven't know. used one. Right, because we don't understand them. I am going to move. Uh, over... Out of line. <laughs> out of line, right? So there's no line of sight. Probably but, a good call. Uh, I'm going to move over here. Wait, are the two... So this is the new cultist. Are the prisoners here sandwiched or here sandwiched? So they're, they're front and back of the cultist. And at the moment, I'm going to say he's probably looking at, at you and Ildov because that's so like the that. nearest threat. Yeah, yeah, so like that. Yeah, like that. Okay. So, yes. So, wait. So, like this. Because I was standing over there. Correct. Okay, perfect. So, I'm going to go this way and line up a shot of um, of Scorching Ray. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. So, you get three rays with Scorching Ray. Yeah. You have to roll an attack for each. And uh, none of them are going to be in that one, I promise. Well, no, no. My question was going to be <laughs> which, which ones are hitting which. Like, Well, they're all... Well, they're going to go directly through the cultist 
into the drow. Into well, the that's, drow. Not, that's not how they work. They, they, attack, they attack a specific creature. Sam, I can guarantee you it is how it works. <laughs> um, so they're all going to be aimed at the cultist. If you kill him, then they will go that's through. That's exactly what I said. Um, <laughs> they're all aimed at the cultist. Okay. Uh, 17. Actually, the third one is aimed at the drought. Okay. Um, 17 so for the first hits. one. That is a nat one. Although it was cocked, so fuck who cares. Um, I care that the prisoners are gonna die. And the last one is a is a ten. Okay, so the first one hits. Yep. The second one hits someone. Somebody. Oh. It's okay. They're just. I mean, they're not party members. <laughs> I hate to be wow. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, wow. Aaron is not upset. Eowyn very upset. Aaron. Aaron is fine with collateral damage apparently. Could be worse. Oh. Ildov is laughing in the corner. Yeah. Um, and then the last one misses the trout. She, she, but she's tenting her hands going, good, yes. um, good. Excellent. 2d6 fire damage for Ray. Okay, so the one that hits the cultist is Ooh. 11 points of damage. The yeah. one that hits a prisoner is oops, 10. Okay, so uh, you fire off in quick succession three scorching rays. The power from the first one just like knocks your hand to the side just a little <laughs> bit, but it's it's enough of an angle that that second ray just pierces right through the uh, the prisoner who's in front of the cultist. Oh. And that, that one sort of falls slack. And as it does and falls Sorry. down, that then causes the other, since it's tied to the other prisoner, it sort of pulls that other prisoner down. Now the other prisoner is prone. That cultist took that damage, but is still standing. And then the third one just goes goes wide. So basically it's like a Tommy gun where she just can't Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, darn it. Sorry. Say hello to my little... Oh, What's God. Record? And as a bonus action, I'm going to say Vaughn. Oh, whichever one turns it into fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Vaughn is fire and then Keche oh, is ice, it? right? Or is it the other way around? I don't remember off the top Ke of my head. It's reverse. Keche okay. is ice. No, Keche is fire. Vaughn is ice. Okay. Yep. So then you say Eowyn, I told you to plant your feet when you're doing that. Sorry. Keche. <laughs> so Eowyn fires off three scorching rays and then says Keche, and then the lash in her hand just sparks to flame going from the handle all the way to the tip of it. Oh, uh, like the Like the fucking Balrog. Yeah, I have a question, though. We're getting um, showy, aren't we? All right. Uh, and it's damage, a it's damage is slashing, and on a successful hit, the target must take a DC 14 con save or take 1D6 bleed damage. So does that mean the only damage they will take if I six hit them successfully is 1D6? No, 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 no. So it does whatever the normal, like, whip oh, damage would 1D8 be. Oh, I see, 1D8 slashing. Yeah. Got so it. So do okay. 1D8 plus, plus, plus your dex. Yeah. Uh, damage normally, then mm -hmm. plus the 1d6 if they fail their contract. Okay, I gotcha. But with it being a fire lash, it's fire damage. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's awesome for you. Cool, cool, cool. We'll talk about that all later. When it happens. Uh, cool. You all done? Mm-hmm. Great. Yarfin. All right. Uh, so I am going to uh, uh, take my hammer and try to uppercut like under the chin, knock this guy out, like basically hit him as hard as I can to knock him back. Okay. And also do damage. That is a 24. 24 hits, okay. believe it or not. Go figure. I really have not used this hammer in a while. That's uh, eight points of damage. So eight points of damage as you just polo swing with your hammer up, crack him in the chin, uh, sends him staggering a little bit. And then my bonus action, I'm going to cock my head back toward the drow and go, Hey, under dweeb, eyes on me. And I cast Compelled Duel. Uh, what's the DC? Uh, DC is 14. 16 on the die. Damn it. Um, but at least I got his attention. <laughs> I mean, sort of. It's Ildov. 
That's her show from the early 90s. Yeah. It's Ildov. Yeah, I'm looking at Ildov with wide eyes and kind of jerking my head towards the drow. <laughs> like, this Why is he doing right. the zombie dance? So I go up. Oh, I'm going to cast poison spray at the drow. Okay. <laughs> that was my Aeon voice. I'm going to cast poison spray at the drow. Um, yeah. And so. Uh, do this out. It's a con save, I believe. Yeah. She's got to hit first. Hold on. Uh, that is a 17 on the die. It's just a con save? I don't have to roll for it? You blow poison at it. Uh-huh. It makes a constitution save. Okay. And if it succeeds, then it takes no damage. If it fails, then it takes the damage. Cool. Okay, then nothing. So you blow the raspberry of death. Yep. Yeah, so Ildov walks up within 10 feet, blows that death raspberry, and the drow just, like, breathes it in and then exhales a puff of green smoke. Uh. <laughs> Screw you. Our enemies are so much better at saves because yeah. they, they all vape. It's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was big into the Esig movement early on. Uh, Esig is the god of I'm smoke. I'm going to use the rest yes. of my movement to go over here. Okay. Uh, so now it is the bad guy's turn. So Esig is the god of smoke. Yes, Esig. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the bad guy is going to uh, sort of like look up at Cassian because Cassian's the most immediate threat. And uh, no the drow is just going to sort of smirk. Uh, it, it once again gri- grips the book at its side and raises the wand. But yes. at the very last moment, it turns and points it towards Yarfik and the crystal. And oh, once again, wow. casts Krakoom. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Yarfik, I need you to make a dexterity saving. Natural 20. Natural Ooh. 20. So you will only yeah. take one damage. Yes. Uh, the cultist is going to have to make a saving throw as well. Uh, and it also made a saving throw. So it's still 8d6. We are nimble, unlike some people. Uh, so it's 27 points of damage halved uh, would be 13. 13. Um, so that cultist is annihilated. Uh, Yarfik, that... that five-foot-wide lightning beam, you, you sort of dodge out of the way of it, but there's still crackling energy coming off of the sides of it uh, that, that sort of hits you. Um, I am wearing a metal piece of armor. Yeah, yeah. You unfortunately are a bit of a lightning rod in this situation. And then the beam itself, you, you would think it would hit the prisoner that is manacled to the crystal, but it actually, like, gets sucked into the crystal, and the crystal begins to spark and pulse and this energy like along those black and silver streaks it just sort of starts pulsing faster and faster and faster Um, okay and so uh the cultists are all dead that cultist is dead you can take him the one in the middle is dead of the two uh oh no sorry that one's not dead right you said this one died yeah there was another cultist in the line so two cultists were in line for that same attack. For right. I didn't even realize. I didn't. I That's didn't right. see it from my angle because yeah. because the corner of my DM screen was in the way. I yeah. apologize. Uh, yeah, he did. Okay. Both, <laughs> both are dead. Okay. So they are both dead. Yeah. Um, and it's just the drow left now. Uh, again, he's not gonna move away from where he is. But is he gonna do anything else? Let's see. What else might he do? No, he's not gonna do anything else. He is set his plan in motion. So Cassian, you're up. Okay. So just down to the drow and, and uh, well, the rest of your party. <laughs> That's what Cassian yeah, thinks sorry, it is, yeah. though. Just me and the drow now. <laughs> just, uh, just Cassian alone against all. Classic Von Demos <laughs> tactics. Mano y drowo. Okay, I am going to uh, look at the 
growl and say, uh, you like line of attack spells. I like those too. Uh, and I'm going to, shoot, I don't remember what the magic word for sunbeam is. Oh, is it, dear God. Whoosh. Uh, no, it's gotta be something. Here comes the sun. <laughs> this is all quicker do, do, do. than a ray of light. <laughs> and um, I'm blasting just a beam of pure concentrated sunlight through him, not in the direction of the crystal or any of my friends. Yeah, yeah, you can you can do that. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying for the the, the magic word. I didn't hear it. I said quicker than a ray of light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you went Madonna on that one. That's what's nice. What's the, uh, the saving throw? Constitution. Um, it doesn't say what the DC is. Does it just use my spell save DC? Um, yeah. So that's a 15. 15, okay. Uh, rolled a 16. Uh, um, darn it. Well, he still takes half yeah, damage. Yeah, so he's still going to take half. Well, it's 14 plus 2. But yeah, so he's still going to take half damage from it, so, which is not uh, insignificant. Uh, so half of 32 is 16, is 16, that right? yep. Yes, that is So 16 points of damage. Darn, that was actually a little less impressive. Yeah, that was less than average for 5d8. 68. He's a, a wizard. How does he have such good constitution saves? He's got skills. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, cast Sunbeam. Uh, that wicked uh, radiant beam fires out from the tip of Aja's tear uh in the direction of this drow, but not in anyone else's direction. And it fires all the way across the gymnasium, uh, embedding itself in the far wall. Leaving Hitting a stack. basketball hoop. Yep, yeah. 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 Shatters <laughs> the backboard. It dunks. <laughs> Shatters the backboard. Yeah. And uh, what now? You moving? You staying put? Um, I'm assuming you're going to stay put. Well, I still have my, my extra action Oh, yes, yes. Um, so I'm going to Aji's tear stab him once But stab. Okay. You gain a plus one uh, healing point. Yeah, Fred, don't forget that. Oh, right. Also, thank you. Yes. That is a 26 to hit. Yes, that hits. I mean, I'll have to check, but I'm pretty sure. Do the math on that one. <laughs> yeah. And 10 radiant damage. After the sunbeam and this next stab from Aji's tear, uh, you can you can see like the veneer on this, this drow has dropped. They are breathing heavily, and they look ragged, and and they're blinking a lot because even though they they managed to like maintain their composure, that was still very very bright, and they are sun sensitive creatures. They they do not look particularly long for this world. Um, I am thinking Yarfik and Valera can handle this drow on their turns, so I'm going to run up to Valera uh, towards close to her, not use my full movement, mm-hmm. cast control flames and extinguish at the flames that are engulfing our robes. Okay. And oh yeah, I should have said, uh, right. Cassian, you take five points of fire damage from your robes being on fire. Okay. Um, and Thank then I'm going me. to walk back away from her so that we're not in any sort of okay. close configuration. Yes. <laughs> cool. That's all I can do. Great. Yarfik. Uh, you so, are not on fire. Right. This thing is glowing though. No two Yarfiks are not on fire. <laughs> uh, it is glowing it's not glowing so much as it's like energy is pulsing along those black like and silver streaks energy? magical energy yeah magical <laughs> energy <laughs> yes magical energy is emerging from it's it seems like it's starting at the divot like the divot yeah. at the center of it there's is this like point where all sort of the black and silver streaks emanate out from and it's starting there and pulsing out from there. I'm around going to cast Dispel Magic at fourth level. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll for it. So I, I, what I have to roll now, hold on. So it is, uh, you roll, you add your um, 
spellcasting mm-hmm. modifier, and right. it has to beat the DC of uh, a crystal. Of uh, not the DC, it has to beat the spell level plus ten. Right. That is that is a fifteen. Uh, fifteen. So you cast dispel magic, which what is, what is the magic word? I know it. You did it recently. Is it just like the? Yeah, that. Um, so you cast a spell magic. Uh, you amp yourself up to cast it at a at a higher level. There's a moment where the pulsing sort of just like like there's an interruption in the field of it. Like it it, it offsets the frequency, but then it it starts to ramp up again. No, uh, I'm gonna say Awen, I need you on this, and then I have a bonus left, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. say again, under dweeb. I told you once before. Eyes on me. Uh, and that time it works. All right, so he's got to get within 30 feet of me or else he has to make another save. And get, I think he takes damage. Well, I, I, he can't move more than his On his turn, he, can't be, uh, he has to be within 30 feet of me and he can't make an attack against anyone but me without having to make a save. Uh, no, it's each time it, it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from you. Which he's currently in. Yes, but if he oh, doesn't move, right. then it sure. doesn't. Right, but so, also yeah. it ends, also needs to make an attack attacks against me first. Well, it has disadvantage on attack rolls on anyone that's not you. That's right. right. Okay. So, and then I'm going to stay right where I am and and try to like do something. I don't know what else I can do. Uh, yeah, you can look at it and be like, I don't know how this works. Yeah, <laughs> shaking my one hand. Uh, Ildov, uh, you are no longer on fire. Yes, hooray! I well, here's the thing about this crystal is it's not going to attack the people in the room. Why would it? Why would uh, they have the freaking? I'm thinking it might like overdrive and explode. I or guess, suck but... the magical power out of us? I don't know. If we're attached to the thing in the manacles, I would think maybe. I, I think we need to focus on putting this guy yeah, down. Yeah, I would That's agree. I um, so I am going to cast, yeah, I'm just gonna catch Eldritch Blast on on dude. Okay, go for uh, it. So, t- so I'm not gonna split the beam. So you just roll once and then it's 2d10 damage. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, not great. Eleven. Eleven does not hit. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> so you uh, you try to fire it out, but you don't put enough oomph behind it, and it yeah. just like sadly goes and yeah. hits the ground. <laughs> it's like one of those little like uh, black snakes that you. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> uh, it's like when you don't turn the hose up high enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like spurt, that. spurt. Uh, uh, so that's a miss. Oh dang. Uh, does Ildov want to move? Uh, yeah, well, maybe over here. Yes, over okay. here. So farther, making sure you're not all in a line. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it is now the bad guys. We're in the triangle offense again. And uh, the bad guys is... Uh, just bad guys? Yeah, I'm just calling them. Okay. <laughs> you don't huh. know their name, so... Yeah. No, but there were multiple. Really the thing is that my initiative marker says bad guys. So yeah, that's, okay. That's, cool, 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 cool. We just we heard plural. We got worried. <laughs> yes. So bad guys... Takes the wand and and once again holds the book, raises the wand to the sky, and says, "Big B." Oh, this is gonna be fun. Um, so it is uh, going to summon Big B's grasping hand, a pounding hand. <laughs> That's so funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's especially funny for Cassian. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it it summons Big B's grasping hand on Cassian. So, um, if the target is medium or smaller, I have advantage on the grapple check, so we get to make a grapple. So, uh, it's an opposed uh, athletics or acrobatics check, whichever you prefer, Cassian. Cassian for sure prefers acrobatics. 
But it's not a save, it's a check. Correct. You are, it's the two of you versus each other, essentially. Ugh, okay. Oh, nat 20. Nat 20 versus his 19. So wow. you, uh, yes. you manage to sort of like artfully jump out of the way. Uh, the hand is still there now between you and the drow but you are not being crushed by it currently. Not currently being crushed. That's uh, all the best I can ever <laughs> Cassian, that hand wants to be crushing on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cassian, it's your turn. I'll tell you from experience, being crushed by that hand is a very big experience. <laughs> I'll tell you from experience, it's, it's an experience. experience. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm going to use my special hasty action to disengage Okay. and sort of dart away behind him. And in a way, I'm not, I'm actually, no, hmm. I'm going to go. Well, he can't move towards you now. 10 feet away from him for the moment. How many feet? Or t- t- 15 feet away from him for the moment. Yeah, Perfect. that way. Yeah, because he can't move towards and you And then, all. oh, right. But the hand can. Uh, and I'm, well, I'm going to cast uh, Shatter uh, on him. So Cassian just does his, uh, his super high yeah! note for Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so he's going to need to make a constitution save again and I don't know if the hand also needs to make one. I don't uh, know the, the hand also needs to make one. It's it an area of effect, the hand, right? The hand is its own creature. Okay, it is a creature. Um, break his concentration they, away. they both fail. Yes! Okay, so that is 3d8 thunder damage to each of them. It's thunder damage. Well too, so the hand goes away damage. Yeah, okay. but he has to do the damage. Thunder! Twelve thunder damage to each of them. Um, it also damages oh non-magical unattended objects. Okay. When we roll his con check, uh, and his his con check is a ten. So Bigby's hand remains. Um, so you cast shatter and you let loose your Steve Perry high note, and this explosion just sort of happens between uh, both him and the hand, them and the hand. Keep doing that. And it's loud and cacophonous, and they both clearly take the, the damage from it. But the hand remains, the drow not, not looking great at all. Like, real breathing ragged. This It seems very last legs. Uh, Eowyn. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, yes, I'm going to do magic missile on drow. Okay. Three... D fours plus one force damage per dart. Okay. Yep, and it's an automatic hit. Yeah, it is. I'm tired of nat ones today. <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. two <laughs> plus two damage plus uh, four, so eight Roll damage. Two ones on eight the d- damage. Okay. Two so, ones on the dice. Yeah, I know. So Eowyn busts out the finger guns. Pew. And uh, those three white hot darts form one above each shoulder, one above her head. They turn in the air and then they dart forward, each hitting the drow. Uh, one one in the in one shoulder, the other in the other shoulder, and the third one dead in the chest, knocking it backward, and it falls to the ground on its back with like one twitch. Uh, and then Bigby's hand just like evaporates with that motion just yes like, uh, with that motion it's it's like a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man hand as it evaporates into dust a um, second hand appears and it does kind of like a jazz <laughs> they both do jazz hands yes. out into the nothing yes. magician hand yeah <laughs> yes. it's very fossy yeah um and the hand is gone the drow is dealt with the other cultists are dead the crystal is still pulsing i run to the drow and, and get the book it is 
pulsing I, even. I put the fire out. <laughs> release the prisoner, like banging whatever I can get the manacles off. Uh, roll strength. That's a uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so uh, you are you're trying to like get the manacles off, but they are they are on very securely. And what you're noticing. Okay, I. One sec. What you're noticing now is that the air has picked up in this area, like, and it feels like the area around this prisoner is like being sucked in towards that divot. What were you going to say, Cassian? I zip over there hastily. Um, and I am going to try and pick the lock on his manacles. Okay. Um, so you can go ahead and, uh, roll with your Teeves tools. Have I, I forget if I, did, did I take those gloves that make me extra good at these yes. tools? You did. You never said you put them on. Okay, I suppose I didn't. Uh, do I have time to put them on now, or do they need to be attuned? Uh, they do not need to be attuned. Uh, you can put them on now. That would, I'd say for the moment, we're kind of still like in initiative order because this is a pressing issue. Okay. So that would be your right. action to like stop and put on gloves. Well, I, I, I can use an item as an extra haste action, right? Yes, yes, you can. So you would still, so you would be able to do that. And then there are still four manacles. Okay. Am I still on fire, by the way? Can somebody take You care are of still on fire. <laughs> I can do that okay. real quick. As a cantrip. Okay. So, Fred's out. All Fred's right. no longer on fire. And so, does it give me advantage on the thieves' tools, or how does that work? Um, I believe I it's... Uh, I got them right the here. These gloves me. are invisible while, while wearing them. You gain a plus five bonus to dexterity, sleight of hand checks, and dexterity checks made to pick locks. Yeah. So, plus five. Excellent. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Okay. So, that means I have a... Let me just check my proficiency. Sweet. I have, like, a plus 11 to picking locks. <laughs> um... And that's a 19 plus 11, so okay. 30. So you <laughs> slip the gloves on uh, very quickly and uh, on your way over. And as you get over, you're already taking out your thieves tools and you throw all of the appropriate picks in and just like jam it with your hand and it knocks all the tumblers on, uh, knocks knocks all the tumblers <laughs> into place. Um, so you're able to free that first, that first hand. He just stares at... Just he just stares hand. at the manacle and it comes undone. Meanwhile, Eowyn, you were going to get the book. I'm getting the, the book ground. and the wand. Everything else. Check the whole body. I'm so, checking the whole body. But of uh, course yeah, so I'm going go ahead and roll space. investigation. I, think I don't need to roll investigation for the wand and the book. Because no, I no, saw no, them no. and they know they exist. I think Ildov is also coming over to help you out with that probably. Yeah, probably. My investigation was a, a 16. 16, um, okay. And then Ildov is going to do something similar. Um, but roll worse. I don't think your investigation is better than an eight. Yeah, it's not. You start searching through the body. You immediately, you grab the wand and the book. Um, (laughs) And as you're searching through the rest of the pockets, uh, you find that uh, this drow has a, like a medallion on it uh, that looks just like the one that Quaylar had, that symbol of the the eye on like Mm -hmm. a thin cord Mm -hmm. uh, around its neck. It also has a, a healing potion. Ooh, Mama need. <laughs> Mama is very low on health right now. Um, uh, and otherwise, it doesn't have anything on its body. Uh, and you'll have a chance to look at the wand in okay. the book in a moment. The crystal is pulsing even faster now, to the point where it, it looks like like uh, like a zillotrope. So uh, the prisoner has one of its hands free. That air being sucked away from it is like even stronger now. And uh, Yarfik and Cassian, what you notice being in such a close proximity is that it almost feels like it's sucking the air out of your lungs, too, while you're standing there. That being said, Cassian, you can go ahead and try to get another one of the manacles free. You will have disadvantage. 
Can I try to like whack one of the other ones too? Like, with my hammer you can. You will also have disadvantage. Hildev's going to cast a spell magic now. She's going to try to on the crystal. Okay, so she's going to need to roll for it. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 17 oh, on disadvantage. I rolled really high okay. crystal. It's automatically at fourth level, right? So 15 plus 8? Yep. 23. 23? Yeah. Okay. So, Cassian, what did you get on your lockpick? Oh, I haven't rolled yet. I kind of was going to see what happened with this. You're all sort of doing it at the same Uh, time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, disadvantage, you said? Oh, okay. Nice. Um, So, that is a 24. All sort of in the same moment. Cassian, you unlocked, you'd already unlocked the prisoner's left hand. You've now unlocked their left foot. Uh, Yarfik, you once again, you polo swing with your hammer, and you manage to break the manacle on their their right leg. And Ildov, with a mighty casting of Dispel Magic, you're able to sort of, like, lift this the lightning energy that was infused into the crystal out of it, and it dissipates. And all of a sudden, that, that like, wind dies down... And and you and Yarfik and Cassian, you feel the air sort of returning to your lungs. Um, the prisoner is passed out. Um, they're not even conscious. The other t- uh, the other prisoner uh, that had been knocked down, tied to the one who's now dead, is still laying on the ground. And from outside, you can hear a lot of footsteps. Yeah. While all of that, Ildov, shift into the drow. What? Shift into the drow. Change. Ildov. Oh. Uh, okay. Ildov. Shape change. Ildov uh, disguises self as the drow. Okay. And I'm going to cast a mage. Um. Hmm. I- I'm going to zip back over to the drow's body and scooch it out of sight. <laughs> to while. To where? To where? Um. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to. Dr- under uh, one of the uh, under one of the floor mats. It's a gymnasium. <laughs> There are a bunch of floor mats laid up in the corner, and we put it in the tube. Some yoga mats and stuff, yeah. (laughs) Just pull out the bleachers a little bit. (laughs) Um, While all of that was happening, Eowyn, uh, uh, not necessarily sneakily, but just sort of drank the healing potion. (laughs) Sure. So it's uh, 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. I'm going to pull my... Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my bonus, my haste bonus action to drink uh, a healing potion myself. And then I'm going to drop haste and cast major image to turn the drow corpse into a just prisoner looking corpse. Okay, so in this moment, Eowyn drank a healing potion. Ildov uh, cast disguise self to disguise herself as the drow. Uh, Cassian uh, drank a healing potion and cast major image to disguise the drow's body. Yarfik pulled up the, the, hood, the hood. And then I'm going to like just uh, try to put my hand on the thing like I'm holding the passed out prisoner down. Okay. Um, so the doors, the, the double doors fly open and in run uh, two snakehead bros. And they run in and they look around and they go, What's happened? We heard a loud noise. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. Give a look-see at their sweet new logo while you're at it. Now, underwriter and look again the show. What's that? Oh, sorry. I mean, subscribe and review the show. Hell, while you're at it, why don't you live journal about us? Put us in your MySpace Top 8, and shoot us a Google Wave invite. If you're interested in supporting us on current internet edifices, then good news, you've got options. 
You can support us at patreon.com slash IWVTCast. You can support us by going to dumpstattees.com and buying a shirt using the code IWPOD at checkout. And you can support us by going to IWVT.fandom.com and contributing to our wiki. All of these are active and relevant websites that Tom from MySpace does not use. The improvised weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time as the party attempts to act quickly and cover up this fight. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>